Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Everyone, how are we doing today? May 7th, financial news. A little earlier or a little later, usually on Thursdays, just so you know, because uh, we have our expert series with Jonathan Twomley today. Uh, And those interviews are at 7 a.m., where the rest of my week are at 8. Uh, So Thursdays, just so you know, will either be a little earlier uh, than 7.30 or a little later, depending on what I get through in the morning. So without further ado, uh, as of right now, or as of this recording, the NASDAQ opened I think it was up 100 and some odd points. Uh, But the real story of the day is the NASDAQ indice is positive for 2020. I am flabbergasted by that. I don't know what else to tell you. That on a day when we have another 3.169 new unemployment claims. Uh, I have been in the tech industry my entire life. Yep. Early today, early on Thursdays, uh, every Thursday. Um, I am, I've been in tech my whole adult life. Uh, I've been in the either accounting for the first few years and sales after that. And, you know, I've been through many ups and downs in the tech industry. And I understand that tech um, is an important variable in the economy. But to think that the NASDAQ indices is up for the year when we now have 33.5 unemployment, uh, unemployed in seven weeks is, is hard to understand. And the reason it's hard to understand, again, just given my experience, is twofold. First off, I think the tech layoffs, you know, the six-figure engineers, sales reps, customer service agents, I think it's just started. Uh, we saw a couple in the sharing economy this week with what was it, uh, Airbnb, and I'm drawing a blank. It was we talked about it yesterday, but uh, I think they're just starting. And the reason that is is because I understand how the pipelines work. I understand how pipelines could be manipulated by the sales teams. I've seen it. I've lived through it, and. Sure, there will be some tech companies, Microsoft, Amazon, who just crush it in this environment because they have kind of the right stuff with the right delivery vehicle. But to think about the industries outside of those, the big 10, it just doesn't make sense to me. Unless the indices is so inflated, right? Maybe there's five stocks that make it up. I know that's true in the S&P. I researched that about a week or two ago and five stocks made up 20% of the S&P, which is just crazy to me. Uh, that's not a balanced indice. So in the end, um, again, I I have no, no skin in the game at all. Uh, so the fact that the NASDAQ's up for the year, congratulations. It's, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It just, it just feels so dot-com era to me, like the rug is going to be pulled out from under us someday. One of these big players is going to come out and they don't even have to pre-announce. That's the magic of what they did, right? They don't have to pre-announce because they didn't tell you what they were going to do. They pulled their guidance. So none of them have to report what they're doing until they actually report. They bought the full quarter. Usually, 
they need to you know pre-announce when they see things go in the other direction when it's material or different the geniuses don't have to do that so i don't know i don't get it um so next up it looks like uber uh you know they raised a couple of billion dollars here recently they take the lead role in a 170 million dollar round with lime <coughs> lime is that scooter company if you've seen it you're in a big major city uh, so again, they, they are betting on the sharing economy bouncing back. Uh, China exports. Again, we've talked a lot about on this channel. Um, look at you. Awesome. Congratulations. Um, China exports were reported to be up uh, for April, uh, while they were expected to be down. Uh, imports were down kind of substantially. So I don't know. I, again, I don't believe any data from a China government, which is one of the, this is one of those numbers, but it's still something we have to track. It's one of those data that's been so wrong for so long is, is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. Uh, looks like Sweden, uh, we talked about Sweden about two or three weeks ago. Uh, they decided to tackle this problem by going after herd immunity. Um, basically they did cancel large events. No, I think no gathering over 50, I think was the number. Uh, but they did not shut us down, shut their population down. They still went on, um, kind of basically normal minus huge gatherings. And they've now crossed the peak, uh, their health system, uh, held together, which was, you know, the fear that we heard in most of the country is our, we got to do this to help the health workers. Uh, again, their numbers are different than a lot of the world because everybody reports this different. But nonetheless, they had almost 24,000 cases uh, as of this morning or probably as of yesterday. I read it this morning and just under 3,000 deaths uh, with most of their deaths occurring in, um, you know, uh, adult uh, living centers. Uh, so, again, lessons learned for them is they should have created more segregation. Um Yes, they've introduced some for sure, uh, but they haven't done it to the level that we have is what I have read. Uh, but what they're saying is they're over the peak, which we all should applaud, right? So uh, pretty interesting. It was one of those things that's going on. Uh, but when you see numbers out of Brazil, which again is the southern hemisphere, it's kind of crazy what's going on there. At least some of the initial reporting seems like chaos, uh, so not good. Um there's a vaccine candidate, which I think is the big news of the day that everybody is betting on from Moderna uh, that looks like they're set up to go to phase two and they're being pretty aggressive. They're already talking about setting up phase three. Uh, I'd not heard of Moderna before, did a little bit of research. They seem to be a, I don't know what you would call them, an, an artificial intelligence or machine learning based uh, biotech. Uh, so they're basically trying to diagnose um how to cure a virus by beating up the data and looking through billions of combinations. Looks like they may have found one. Again, we'll see, right? Heading into phase two, uh, so we will see. Uh, Zoom is uh, set up to buy Keybase. Uh, basically, Zoom has been all over the news first for everybody using it for interviews and meetings and the like and cocktail parties, uh, but security flaws have been uh, flagged uh, pretty substantially. So. They have created a 90-day plan to address their security holes. And the first thing they did is, or at least the first thing that's been public, is they bought a company called Keybase. Don't know what they do, but apparently they're in the security area, so uh, that's what they're doing. Peloton uh, had amazing numbers yesterday. 
but more importantly, or different than most companies, is they actually gave guidance. Uh, Peladon did the classic beat and raise. So they beat on the quarter and raised for the year. Um, their sales surged 66%, which makes sense. Their gyms are closed everywhere and people still want to stay in shape, burn those calories. Uh, and then they raised uh, full year guidance from $1.53 billion to $1.72 billion. So what is that? Almost a 10% raise, probably an 8%, 7.5% raise. Pretty, pretty solid quarter. Uh, next up, oil. Oil's having the best week ever, uh, which is crazy after that uh, negative 37 print uh, when the last contract went out. Uh, it's up again 10% today, at least as of this early recording. Uh, Hilton. Hilton reported numbers yesterday that beat the street. Uh, and their stock is up, at least again as of this morning. It's, I couldn't imagine a more beat up sector. Uh, but again, people are... I, near as I can tell, they're betting on this vaccine, uh, or maybe there's some short covering going on. But you know, when does Hilton become profitable again? Right? Yes, they've seen some some occupancies increase, but yeah, you go from 17 to 25. Or, <clears throat> are you still profitable? I don't think so. Uh, one number that surprised me today was Costco. Costco reported April uh, sales or comparable sales, and they were down 4.7 percent, which is like. I mean, why is Costco down, right? But apparently they, uh, which I didn't take into account, they, they had a few store closings, uh, mandated store closings in April, uh, which I didn't factor in. I didn't, I didn't assume that was still in place for Costco. Uh, but what they're really highlighting is social distancing, limiting number of people in their stores is having a cost. This goes back to a lot of things that we've talked about and looked at as we going forward is what is the cost of opening? Right, you got to open under new rules, and if Costco's got to have a clicker for how many people they let in based on square footage, what does that mean for a place like Costco grocery stores? And again, I go back to restaurants. How can restaurants and places that rely on crowds to be profitable, how do they operate in the new model? Um, just feels feels expensive. Feels like losing money. So. Uh, I was surprised by that. Positive note, Papa John's. Papa John's CEO. Um, yes, economy at scale is a fundamental business principle, no doubt. Uh, Papa John's CEO come out and say that April was the best month ever. That's probably feels pretty good to say. I'm, I'm sorry to say uh, we had to have a pandemic to have that, but Papa John's, best month ever. There are some companies clearly crushing it in this environment and without a doubt papa john's is one of those and then last up uh tomorrow tomorrow's gonna be a big day tomorrow is going to be the unemployment rate so let's have an over under let me think let's say the over under is 16.8 percent unemployment rate um you got the over or the under Again, that will be, what did we have going in, in April? What did we have? So we have 35 million folks now. I think we had 28 in April. Not a good number. So what do you think? Do you think it's over or under 16.8%, the print number? And again, we can argue about how the calculations are done. I'm not going to do that. But what do you got? Let's have some fun. 16.8% unemployment printed tomorrow morning. 
You got the over or the under? I'm going to take the over as well. I don't know if I'd go way over, but I'm going to go over. Yeah, let's, I'm going to go over 16.8, unfortunately. All right, everybody, that's what I got for you today. Ooh, 18%. Ouch. All right, guys, I need to get ready to have Jonathan Twomley on for his weekly interview. We're going to talk to him. And uh, you, of course, have a wonderful, wonderful day. All right, take care.